You're listening to the Cornerstone Buzzcast, a ministry resource of Cornerstone Church in Auburn, Alabama. Welcome back to another edition of the Cornerstone Buzzcast. Uh, We appreciate y'all tuning in wherever you're at this morning, this evening, whatever time of day you're listening to it. Uh, Today we are talking about the eat part of the blessed rhythm. Uh, So that's the E right there in the middle. Um, Eating is something very near and dear to my heart. And so I'm excited to talk about that this morning. Uh, And so I am joined today by Meredith Martin. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning. Thank you you? for uh, joining us. I really do appreciate it. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about you and your family before we jump in? Sure. So my husband, Jason, and I live in Auburn, Alabama, and we have two kids who are 10 and 5, and we have been in Auburn for 14 years. All right. There you go. Now, you guys aren't, are you guys Auburn grads or no? Um, Yes, we are. All right. I wasn't 100% sure. All right. And how long have you guys been going to Cornerstone? Almost that same length of time. Wow. So So you guys have been here for a long time, too? A long time, yeah. All right. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Uh, So we're talking a little bit today um, about what it looks like uh, to use this, you know, rhythm or strategy of eat to bless the people around us. So what does that look like in our daily rhythms? You know, we all uh, have 21 meals a week that we eat, unless you're like doing fasting or something, and then maybe you have 14. (laughs) But most of us eat 21. I eat probably more. And so what does it look like to invite some people in uh, to those moments and and share a meal with them? And why is that so important? And so, Meredith, if you could, could you just share with me a little bit about how like the eat part uh, of this blessed rhythm has played out in your life? Like how you've seen it in your family um, as other as it pertains to others and it pertains to you guys blessing others? Yeah. So um, we have been in our neighborhood almost four years and we Mm -hmm. moved there our kids were six and two, okay. and that was kind of a hard season of life. Jason was traveling a lot, and I was home by myself with the kids. And mm-hmm. so um, we were invited by a neighbor a lot of times when he was out of town to come over for dinner, which was made things so much easier on me. I didn't have to worry about cooking. The kids had friends to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, it just took a lot of that stress and pressure off. And yeah. so we were blessed by that. And then about two weeks ago, we invited all of the neighbors with kids over to our house for a mm-hmm. pizza party. That so, sounds like fun. It was really fun. <laughs> um, the entire back of my car is full of pizza. Okay. And it smelled like pizza for about that, a week that's afterwards. That's usually which, how that works. Yeah. You know, not a bad thing. <laughs> um, and we just put out some yard games, mm-hmm. cornhole, and a couple other games for the kids, sidewalk chalk, and yeah. just stood around and talked and ate pizza. Yeah. Yeah, that's always – I think sometimes we – try to, um, like, I know we do this in our house. Sometimes we complicate what we're feeding people. Mm-hmm. Like we feel like it has to be a, like this really great meal that we're giving people. Right. Um, but a lot of times it's just like, Hey, people just like pizza and community and talking like that's perfect. And, and that's what people want sometimes. Um, but yeah, so if you, what prompted y'all to take that step? Well, part of it, I think was our neighborhood typically kind of gets together, but we haven't between kind of winter season and COVID, mm-hmm. just everybody hadn't had a chance to get together. Um, and then also the church gave out bless baskets for okay. the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they were looking at their Easter egg, that was the E for eat, they started talking about a pizza party and it kind of grew into, well, let's invite everyone. Um, and I think we had just missed that community and that connection Mm -hmm. with each other. And we've had a lot of new people move into the neighborhood. So that was a great opportunity to get to meet them too. So that's awesome. So, so Hendricks and Harper saw the eat 
part and they're uh-huh. like, let's have a party with everyone. They did. Yeah. That's great. So, and I don't know, <laughs> you know, it kind of, it kept growing the, the ideas, but it was and, pretty simple. I mean, you yeah. run and pick up pizza and, you know, throw a couple things in the yard. It really wasn't complicated yeah. at all, but. I love that. That's actually not even the first story. Like I've heard of another story recently um, where it was initiated by the kids in the family. They were like, hey, what if we did this for the people in our neighborhood? And I was like, man, it must be so awesome to just be like a kid and so free of the, I mean, I don't know why they're so so much better than us sometimes at that. Oh yeah. But they're just willing. They're like, hey, let's invite people over into our world for a Uh little bit. So. So uh, as a result of like this, this neighborhood party that you guys had, was there anything specifically that you saw as like a result of that or that you're hoping for as a result of that? There were a few things we noticed. Um, some relationships were definitely deepened. I mean, there were some mm-hmm. newer neighbors that we didn't know and we were kind of able to get to know them better. And we actually had a food truck come to the neighborhood this weekend ah, that had nice. kind of already been planned. So we were able to sit and eat with some of the people that we had met before. Yeah and kind of get to know them even more. Um, we had a couple of people come up and thank us and just say, this is really the first adult interaction I've had outside my family for months and months because yeah. of COVID. And so they were just really excited to get out of the house, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we actually had several families who had been looking for churches end up going to churches with people, yeah. you know, kind of around the city. Um, and then we all met up for lunch afterwards on Sunday. So that's awesome. it was good. Yeah, and that that's wasn't really the, good. the goal of us doing that, but that was kind of a fun byproduct. So. Yeah. Well, and normally when you, I feel like when you gather around a meal like that, um, I mean, it just opens up the, the communication between people. And so like, you know, the, the second step is listen, but oftentimes the listening part goes hand in hand with the eating part mm-hmm. because like eating gives you something to share, uh, as you're having that conversation. Um, and for me, it puts something in my mouth. So I stop talking so, <laughs> that, so that I can listen. <laughs> Although sometimes I ask questions when someone just eats something and that's really awkward too <laughs> for me. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's also, you know, just a great way to read your neighborhood and I love that y'all did it outside so is that like was the plan for that that you thought it would be more comfortable for people outside or yes especially with our environment right now with COVID Mm -hmm. um but also that kind of lessened the burden on us to feel like we had to have a perfect house or clean or anything like that it was just we're outside yeah we're having fun there was also it was about 30 adults and 30 kids so wow um, that's awesome. Th- I'm not sure we would have all fit inside yeah, the house, yeah. but uh, it worked out great. The weather was perfect. We pulled out some heaters when it got a little chilly once yeah. the sun went down. But one, well, it allows the kids to go play. I mean, like I think that's I think you hit it on the head when you talk about like the kids. And I love that we did those blessed back baskets back in Cornerstone Kids um, because it's great. Like it's easy to teach our kids that it's not that difficult to invite other people into our world. Like sometimes, like I said, for us as adults, we make it more complicated Mm -hmm. and and it rightfully is because we're busy. Um, But for our kids, they just see it as like, hey, we would love to hang out with our neighbors. Can we invite them over? And like, they don't process all the, what if my house isn't clean or what, you know, like what if we don't get along, right? Like we go through all that, but in their mind, they're like, let's just do it. What's the worst that can happen? Right. They don't worry about the details or logistics at all. So, (laughs) which, which is a part of our job, but it is awesome because it challenges us as parents. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. All right. So, um, the whole 
point of this eat part uh, is, is to build these relationships with people, to deepen it. Um, but this may look different. Like maybe you're listening to Meredith tell this story and you're thinking like, maybe you don't live in a big neighborhood and there's not a bunch of people around you that you can invite to something like this. Um, or maybe you're just like, hey, I don't have the capacity um, to, to get pizzas for people. Like that's, I need to start smaller than that or more practical. Um, and so what are some easy practical steps that you might give someone, Meredith, if you're thinking about it, um, to help them live out this eat part? Well, I think first of all, just inviting people. Mm. I think that's the first hurdle and just, it's sometimes it can be awkward, but just do it. I mean, when we did it, almost everybody said yes. And mm -hmm. it felt a little overwhelming at first to me even <laughs> to have 60 people at my house. But um, just that first step getting over any fear, anxiousness, mm -hmm. if you're um, worried about that, just to invite somebody. So we even have invited a single dad that we're friends with and his son over. Mm -hmm. I mean, we eat every day. That's already part of our natural rhythm. Yeah. So just including them in that, it doesn't have to be a fancy meal, you know, mm -hmm. just to have them have that company in that time, that invitation, I think means a lot to people. Yeah. So, um, and then since we all have to eat, it doesn't have to be fancy. Nobody's expecting a lot, like a peanut butter sandwich, just, mm -hmm. Hey, let's all get together and meet at a park and yeah. bring a lunch or pick something up. Um, yeah, yeah we, way. we often think that we have to like provide the food too, which sometimes it's really nice to, um, but sometimes you can just meet someone out. So, you know, like some mm -hmm. the meals, just the binder that brings you together. Um, and so we don't even have to always bring it, like inviting them to, um, a picnic or something like that is great. Uh, and then like just the, I love that you use the word invite because in, invitation is so huge when we are building relationships with people and the awkwardness does get in the way sometimes like we feel, all right, uh, I, this is going to be super awkward. Or what if I don't have the right words to say? I mean, all the things that we all think through. Um, but one of the quotes that I love is that like awkward together is better than awkward alone. I love it. And, and so like that idea <laughs> that like, if you're, you know, if someone is feeling lonely or they need, you know, a lot of times they're going to be so grateful to get an invitation that they're not going to be thinking, oh, that the conversation isn't flowing as well as I would like. They're going to be thinking like, man, I'm so grateful that I get to spend some time with people. Um, and so just thinking of it from that perspective, I think is always super helpful as well. But yeah, so hey, if you want to bless people in your neighborhood, eating is a great way to do it. Um, like we said, you always are eating with people. Like it's it's always it's always a part of our rhythm that we're having a lunch or a dinner or a breakfast. Um, but being willing to to have people and invite people into your world is a huge part of that. Like Meredith said, and so I would just encourage y'all um, that before you uh, before you write off this part of the rhythm because you're like eating's too simple. I need to go on to the next part. Um, take some time this week and think through like who's one person that I can invite uh, to share a meal with or like who's one family um, or maybe you're ready for a step like Meredith and her family where you're, you're ready to say, hey, we have a neighborhood that is missing this community uh, that needs to have some good conversations and we want to get back together and do that. And so I would encourage you guys to do that. All right. So Meredith, I appreciate you joining me this morning. I really do. Um, thank you for spending some time with us and talking a little bit about this. Uh, wherever you're at, please be encouraged um, that, that we here at the church are praying for you. We love you. We care about you. Uh, and we want to help you live out the best thing that God has for you in store for you in your life. Uh, we want to help you live out your purpose and your calling. And, and so just be encouraged in that. And if you need anything, just reach out and we would be more than happy um, to, to pray with you or to help you in whatever way that we can. 
Uh, so as we go this morning, Meredith, do you mind praying for us before we go? I don't. All right. God, thank you so much for um, just teaching us about how to bless other people, how to serve other people. Um, thank you for the model of Jesus, um, eating together. And God, I pray that you will give us all courage and boldness to go forth this week and find somebody to invite to eat with us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. See you all in the next one.